This is a space to open up dialogue through anonymous trust. In an advice-based format inspired by old newspaper columns, with submissions directly from my listeners, we interactively exchange experience for perspective. It's about ownership, acceptance, and the power of self. How else would you get the answer to a question you would never say out loud? Through a little leg up in a miniskirt revolution. Welcome to the first episode of Miniskirt Revolution. This is a space to open up dialogue through anonymous trust. I really wanted to create a space, a conversation, um, an interaction between me and you to where we could discover each other um, through, I could find myself through your experiences or you could find yourself through my perspective and we can just kind of anonymously um open up the dialogue and open up the conversation about our common thread of humanity that ties us all together even though our lives are all so different I think it's um really important to understand that we all feel things and we all go through things but um we have to have that level of understanding and perspective perspective to not go crazy So yeah, I just wanted to create this and allow you guys to ask me things, submit to me, give, submit your problems to me, um, trust in me that I can maybe help you through something or that we can help each other through something because I'll be going through things too. Yeah, I think it's just really important to keep the channel open and keep the, the flow of, um, conversation and dialogue and, sometimes you don't get to ask things that you really need to ask because you feel self-conscious or you feel um, like you won't be taken seriously or you won't um, get the answer that you need. And I think this is a space where you can really just kind of let it all go. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to I'm not going to hold anything over your head. Like I don't really like I might not even really know you. So I think there's a freedom in this conversation that I think is going to be really exciting for us to explore. And I can't wait to do that with you guys. So continue to trust in me in this journey and this conversation and this whole mini skirt revolution experience. And I think this could really be something productive for a lot of people to listen to and um, relate to. And yeah, I think it's gonna be really fun and I can't wait to get started with you guys. So let's get into our first submission where we're talking about um, love, dating, um, and the complications that go along with just being out in the world and trying to understand each other and uh, not be lonely. <laughs> so let's get into the first submission. Dear Miniskirt, I just opened up to a newish friend about how I'm in love with one of my really good friends. He's a mutual friend that we have in both of our friend groups. I want to cry because I never date anyone I like, and the only guys that like me are guys that I would never get with. I'm too afraid of being rejected by my friend that I'm in love with to say anything directly to him because I'm pretty sure he would reject me. 
I know I'm awesome and I know I deserve a guy I want and I shouldn't settle. I worked hard to be this secure in my life. If I didn't work so hard to be so hot and smart and cool, then I wouldn't care. I'm not trying to sound arrogant. I'm just angry. Okay, so it's always really tricky when you feel so... Okay, so first of all, I want to say I want to congratulate you on your confidence and your esteem. And that's something, sadly, that we have to either work really hard for or work really hard to keep in check or work really hard to keep once we get. Um, This world will literally snatch it from your teeth. So I just want to congratulate you on um, being confident enough to proclaim that and own that and um, stand in how awesome you feel about yourself and wanting that in return from somebody. So congratulations and um, I'm happy for you. So before any of that, I think you need to realize that no matter how much you want someone to like you, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter if you don't like yourself. So the fact that you feel that way now means that you're going to be okay regardless of whether your friend, whether the feelings are reciprocated. And I know that's not really like the best thing to hear because you want to, you want it to be like a fairy tale ending, but really all we really like all we really have in the world is ourselves right so you have to you have to keep that perspective and you have to stay grounded in yourself not and not let what you want other people to feel about you affect the way that you feel about yourself and it gets really really complicated when you actually like like someone and uh I I always say like, um, I have such like a, I'm so grounded and I'm so based in reality and I understand what things are, but then you throw someone else in the mix that you want to be a part of your reality. And sometimes you like really kind of like lose yourself because you're so consumed with what this other person thinks, what this other person wants and how bad you want this other person to want you or how bad, um, how bad you want something that may just not work out naturally like for the person that you are and as a confident secure person that is like mental torture that is uh it's like walking around on like nails all the time because you feel so great but it's like at a certain point it's like why am I not their version of great why am I not their definition of great why is it not it starts to feel like you're not enough. And I've definitely had situations like that where I felt like dating just kind of makes me feel um, almost worthless because you lose your sight of your self-worth in trying to quantify that in someone else's um, level of worth of you or um, how you um, your definition becomes not your definition anymore or it becomes irrelevant because you're so you're so busy trying to fill someone else's definition and someone else's ideals like you want to be that so bad because you want this person so bad and I think 
it's just really difficult when you're a confident, secure person to um, uh, like people in general. <laughs> like, um, you want when you want people to be in love with you, or you want um, people to look at you a certain way, and they don't or there's a risk of that they don't, it's really difficult to deal with as someone who's like confident and secure because you feel that way about yourself and you want someone that you admire or you love or you cherish or anything, you want them to look back at you that way. And if they don't, uh, it's very, very difficult to deal with. It's like a very like devil-edged sword situation because it's like, you're secure. It's like, at the end of the day, you're going to be fine, but you want it so bad to work out with someone because you love them or you are obsessed with them or you want them to be in your life. But if it's not going to work, you have to, you have to accept that and you have to be okay with that. And you have to keep the perspective of your confidence and your self-esteem. You have to keep that intact and not let yourself get wrapped up in someone else's definition of you. And um, if that person doesn't love you, that's fine. Try not to get so uh, consumed by it. Allow yourself to be in the moment, but also be able to go home at night and give yourself a reality check and realize what's going on and don't get caught up in the spiral of someone else's desires because you'll lose yourself and you'll lose your self-esteem coming from personal experience. I've been there. I've had it. I've lost it over someone taking it from me. So always go home at night and keep that perspective of how you woke up that morning with your self-esteem intact and your confidence intact and knowing who you are. And no matter what goes on out in the world, like come back, come home and come back and come home to yourself because that's the real love. And anything else that comes is great. But at the end, if you can't lay down with yourself, then you can't lay down with anybody else. It seems like you got it. You just have to keep it on lock and not let yourself get lost out in the world of mess that is out there for you to get lost in. Um, but you can always come back. So my advice, allow yourself to love, but also don't let that love get in the way of loving yourself because it's, it just won't work out because it's, you're gonna, it's like the, it's like betraying yourself and that's the last thing we need. Let's get into our next submission. Dear Marini Skirt, I'm asking for a friend. What do you do about relationships where the couple is super solid, but all the external factors don't line up? Like if the parents don't like your significant other or the significant other's parents, or like the couple doesn't get along with each other's friends. How do you navigate that when the couple itself works so well together with all, without all those outside influences? 
This is really interesting. I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier where um, there's always going to be these outside influences, right, on your happiness and trying to take it away and trying to get in the way of your what you your eyes are on the prize right and like there's all this shit flying in front of your eyes trying to like distract you from the prize which is your relationship which is golden but you also have to accept the fact that like in reality you're going to be around the people that don't like your relationship or that you or um they don't like your boyfriend or girlfriend or it all comes down to like reality and uh does it really affect your happiness if your friends and your boyfriend or girlfriend do not get along or is it is it rooted in a real problem or is it all superficial like bitchiness if it's rooted in a real problem where they can't do it for your sake because you're happy in this relationship and this relationship gives you everything you need for that part of your life and your friends can't see that and appreciate it on a real friend level, then they're not your friends, you know? Like, but if it's like, they just can't stand each other, that's, I mean, that's fine. Like, that's just human nature, right? So I think it's really important to um, also understand that some people just don't get along. And if your boyfriend girlfriend doesn't get along with your friends then don't try to make them because that's just going to cause problems so I think if your friends can be happy for you that you're happy in your relationship then I think you can respect your friends if they don't like your boyfriend or girlfriend and I think but if it's rooted in uh jealousy or spite or um if they want to keep you away from your friends or your boyfriend, like if one side wants to keep you away from the other side, that's a problem. That's unhealthy and that's not support. That is divisiveness. That is the opposite of a good boyfriend or a good girlfriend or a really, or a good, really good friend. Like that's, that's not help. Like that's not productive for either side. And that's a red flag and you should remove probably everyone from the equation and start over. Because if a friend's trying to control your life, they're a psychopath. And if a boyfriend or girlfriend is trying to control your life, they're a psychopath. And at the end of the day, if your friends cannot be happy for you in a relationship that you're happy in, they are not your friends. Period. Like, point blank. Like, there's no way around it. Even if they cannot... I've had... One of my best friends was in a relationship that... I mean, most of my, actually, most of my friends, I don't like their significant others because I feel like they can always, they deserve so much better because they're my friends and I want the best for them. But I know when they're in a good place and I know when a relationship is good for them. And if I can't be happy for them as a friend, then what kind of friend am I? You know, like at the root level, like I cannot like your boyfriend, but like if your boyfriend is good to you and you all have a good situation going on, I'm not going to get in the way of that because I want you to be happy. But that doesn't mean I have to hang out with you guys, you know? If you, if, you, if they're really a friend, just be there for them. And if you don't like that part of their life, just don't be a part of it. Your friends are supposed to be there for you. Your friends are there for you. 
They want you to be happy. They want you to be successful. They want you to be healthy. So if you are getting what you need out of that relationship and your friends are trying to get in between you and that relationship, maybe you you need to have a conversation and see what their point of view is. And like, if it's silly, then just don't hang around each other. But like, if you can't be a supportive boyfriend, girlfriend, and let someone hang out with their friends, even if you don't like them, you're the problem. If you cannot be a supportive friend and let you your friend be in a good relationship that makes them happy, you're the problem. So it's not the relationship is the problem. It's the opposing factors that are the problem. So get to the root of the problem, eliminate all the enemies, <laughs> and move on. Be there, for, be there for your friends. Please be there for your friends. Support each other. If, if your friend's happy, let them be happy. Let them have their moment. Don't ruin any, any happiness in your friend's life or you're just miserable. All right, let's get into our third submission. Um, dear miniskirt, I'm so confused. I've been seeing this guy for about a month now. Things are great from my perspective, but still super casual. We haven't had any defining talks or anything about a relationship or where we stand. But last night we spent the night together and as we've been doing for the past few weeks. And today we were supposed to spend all day with our group of friends. But he blows us all off last minute. And I just found out he's been with his ex all day and night. Right after last night. And after all the time we've been spending together. Me being bothered by this is totally normal, right? I'm really just lost for words. Okay, wow. Um, I've definitely been in situations like this where you really feel like things are going. You really think, feel like things are shaking and moving and uh, like things are happening, right? Um, but you don't know. And you know why you don't know? It's because you're not talking about it. And I've fallen victim to this. You don't want to talk about it because you want, because everything's great. You're having, you might be having great sex or you are like really good getting along with your personalities or he's really fun to hang out with or you have a lot in common and you don't want to fuck that up by having a conversation. But in reality, you end up in these situations because you're not talking about it. Guys are very, um, simple. In the way that you have to talk to them. You have to explain things to them. They're not going to give you an abundance of answers without you at least bringing up the topic. So the reason you're in the shitty situation that I've been in more times than I can count myself is because you're not asking them questions. You're not talking about things. You're not making your feelings and your emotions and if you have expectations your expectations known um yes this is very bothersome i think it's so weird I, like but it happens all the time because there's no rules there's no there was no conversation there was no um establishment of what you guys were doing so for him it's just like a casual thing you're like a friend you're like a 
you're a friend with benefits. And it's like, that's a very like trepidatious, like those are very weird waters to navigate. What the, what is a friend with benefits? I personally like, no, like that's not something that I'm capable of because like the conversation never aligns up with the actions. So if you're okay with being a friend with benefits, then you have to let that be known and you have to like, are you like monogamously being friends with benefits or because he's still obviously emotionally invested in his ex, right? And while you feel like maybe y'all have been getting off on that foot or y'all have been stepping into that lane maybe a little bit more, he's kind of veering, he's trying to put it in reverse and go back to X. So maybe he's just trying to like use you to go through the motions, but not like in a manipulative way, but I'm not really sure because you haven't had the conversation. And so I'm having the conversation with myself for you. <laughs> um, while you, I think you have to really keep the perspective of what does he know for sure? What am I making clear to him? What is he seeing when he sees me? It's like, am I a 2 a.m. booty call or am I a girl where he wants to spend lunch with me or is it a dinner time thing I don't know it's like you have to you kind of have to put yourself in his shoes and uh because you don't know what you can't look at someone and know what they're thinking you can't have sex with someone and know what they're thinking like you can't we're not telepathic like you can read body language and all this shit and like you can read text messages and decipher it and but like you don't know and even when someone tells you, you still don't really know. So it's like, what? All you have to do is have the conversation. All you have to do is talk about it. All you have to do is say what you want. All you have to do is be honest. Respect their time. Respect your fucking emotions. Respect your feelings and keep it in check and like be able to like bird's eye that shit and be like, oh, wait, I'm starting to really like this guy. And it's like, but he doesn't know that because he just sees me as this girl he's casually spending time with. While in your case, you're maybe developing into maybe more of a relationship and he just doesn't see that way because he's, you're just like a nice escape for him. You're just a nice time for him. You're just like a, you're, you're easy, but not in like a, sexually loose kind of way but more like in a like a place filler kind of way and I know that's like really kind of harsh but like this is the way guys look at it and this is the way that in retrospect on my situations that I came to realize that that's what I was making myself available as that's what I was that's what I, that's what I was projecting out into the, out onto him was that I was going to be there when he called. I was going to be there to go to sleep with him every night. I was going to be there when he wanted whatever he wanted. Like, I was going to be there. And so if you're not having the conversations and linking the emotions to that, then it's not, then that's where the muddiness comes in because you're available, but he's not emotionally available because he hasn't turned that off or he hasn't turned it back on or he hasn't, um, he doesn't look at you that way as like a place to put his emotions because 
there's not that level of trust or there's not that level of openness and he's still going back to his ex so that's where his place is for those things so you can't expect something when you don't when you haven't put it in his face that that's like what you are thinking or what you want or I think you should just really you should definitely talk to him and you should definitely say everything that's on your mind and don't hold anything back like over communicate I feel like what's the worst that can happen are like is it super serious are you falling in love with him like or are you just like a friend with benefits and it's a shitty situation it is but you have to realize the choices that you're making or not making are leading him to make the choices that he's making or are giving signals that are not allowing him to open up in the way that maybe you want him to or things are just not elevating because they're so stuck in this is easy this is cool this is a girl I hang out with this is she's gonna be there when I need her and it's not Maybe that's not something that you are wanting right now in the moment. Maybe you want more of a support system or maybe you want him to be over his ex and you want him to be on to you. But you have to communicate. You have to talk about it. You have to put it in his face and be like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Like, what are you going to do with it? And if he doesn't want it, like if he doesn't want you as a girlfriend or as anything serious, then you have to accept that. And you have to move on and you have to get it all out of your system. Wipe your hands of it. Let it go and be you and be cute. There are a good chillion guys in the world. Do not get sprung over one. Or if it's, if you're not, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. If you're not getting anything out of something that you're putting stuff into, then move on. It's not worth it. It's never going to be worth it. And it shouldn't be so much work, especially in the beginning. Like if you have to put so much work in, in the beginning, imagine what it's going to be like five years down the road. No, that's a, it's a chop. Like it's not going to work. Talk to him, over communicate, let it out. You have nothing to lose. He's still hung up on his ex. Great. But he, but if you're not wanting to be there for him as like a easy um, pacifier in the meantime, cut it off, say everything you need to say, let it go, um, expletives involved, and then move on. And next time, have guidelines, have conversations, have, be like, hey, maybe I might start liking you. I'm like, or like, is this okay for you? Or like, you can't tiptoe around these subjects because you're just gonna end in these situations where you feel betrayed for no like you don't have a reason for feeling feeling betrayed because he didn't there were no rules in your situation or there were no expectations and there were no boundaries or guidelines or anything that you set like it's definitely bothersome and it definitely sucks but like he didn't really do you like wrong because you didn't 
lay anything out. You didn't establish anything or you didn't, this is just how I feel about it. Like you have to, you have to have rules to break them, right? <laughs> Okay, submission four, honey. Dear Miniskirt, my girlfriend and I have been together for just over two years. We just had our anniversary two weeks ago, but the spark is gone. We're basically just really good friends at this point. I love being around her and I enjoy her company so much. I think the reason I'm still in it is because I don't want to lose her as a friend if the relationship ends from a boyfriend and girlfriend perspective. But I know it's time to call it quits before we end up living together or even deeper than that. I don't want to feel like roommates with someone who's supposed to be the love of my life. This is a very complicated uh, situation. Because how do you navigate such a space where you're so close to someone that they become... First of all, you're in you someone your romantic partner that you're in love with, but they also become your best friend that you see every day, you tell everything to, they know everything about you. Um, how do you have the conversation to say that you're not in love with them anymore? But you, but they're your best friend, they're your support system, they're your ever like they're your backbone essentially. Like, how do you? How do you find those words? I, I, I'm having a hard time right now to like uh, do it myself. Okay, look at it this way. Who is this person? This is your, you say, the love of your life, right? Or supposed to be the love of your life. Can you imagine what it would feel like as this person, the love of your life? Um, to not to know to get so deep into a life with you um, know believing one thing and then when it got down to things getting really serious with marriage and children and just life in general and buying a house and all these things and then you come to find out that that person's not in love with you but you're their best friend and how do you reconcile those emotions that are so deep in completely polar realms? Like how do you, is that for like, is that forgivable? Like, is that, something that people would just be okay with. I think it would only be okay if they were feeling the same way. I think it would only be okay to remain friends with someone that you are in love with, to remain their best friend, if they feel the exact same way. If there are any discrepancies, no. It's got to go. You have to end it. You have to move on. You have to just move like you have to get out because this <laughs> situations like this need no mud they need no complications they need no 
if ands or buts it needs to be very black and white like do you feel the same way great you can be best friends after this and you can move on and it can be happy and it can be great but if one person feels something that the other person doesn't feel it has to just cut dry and it has to just be what it's going to be separately and it's so complicated and if you have to lose them as a friend because they're still in love with you in a way that you don't feel anymore that's something you have to accept that's that's something you have to um reconcile in yourself and you have to um acknowledge that it's no one's fault but it is what it is and you can't you can't make someone who's in love with you just be your best friend and you can't make someone who wants to be your best friend be in love with you like you can't make emotions out of nothing you can't rekindle emotions if they're not there to start the fire if you have no sparks there's going to be no fire if you have nothing to fall back in love or if you have nothing like if it's gone for you then and it's not gone for them you have to accept everything the way they feel everything they want to say they have a right to do they have a right to say they have a right to feel we can't control our feelings so if you lose that feeling for someone and they don't then it's not a it's not an even playing field anymore it's not something that you can come back from in my opinion it's not uh, you can't build love out of nothing. You can't... Friendship and love are not really the same thing. Romantic love. It's not... It's not the same material. It's like liquid and gas. They don't... They can, they can cycle in and out of each other, but it's not something you can mold or build or force together. They're not the same. It's not uh, compatible. It's not real but also there's we live in a modern world right there's all kinds of situations and arrangements and everything you can you can figure out with with each other if it works for you if you have a good life if you're happy if you really could be there for each other without being in love or they're okay with how you feel or if there's a if they're okay with the lack of romantic love and they're okay with a best friend then there's all kinds of things that you can navigate work out together but you have to do it together because any decisions you don't make together are you being selfish and it's not it's not right that's not what a partnership is about so i think open up rather sooner than later you're gonna have to you're gonna have to really pull the trigger and you're really gonna have to like make a decision because you don't want to feel like you're leading someone on that you have been with for so long. And one thing, don't go looking for love somewhere else while you're still with this person. Clean up your mess before you go roaming the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, clean your house before you go out. Keep it together. Keep it cute. 
have the com- like talk about it, lay it out, give them the details, give them when you started feeling this way, why, uh, what led up to it, um, lay out everything you feel, how they're still your best friend, why, why they make you feel these things and why you don't feel what you feel. Um, give it all to them because I deserve it. Anybody that you've been with for two years deserves every part of you the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, because they're putting work into this relationship. You guys are doing this together. So you have to give them everything and they have to give you everything in return. And then you have to look at everything when it's on the table and realize what you guys can do with it. If there's nothing productive that you guys can do with what you're going through now, then you have to figure out how to move on from each other as difficult as it may be. I think you'll feel better not feeling like you're holding this secret from them anymore. Even though it may suck for a while, you're both going to feel better because you're both going to feel that elephant just walk out of the room. When you have everything on the table and you decide what you can do with it, that those... Um, realizations, those answers, those um, truths will be all the answers that you need. So I wish you all the luck. And I hope you guys stay friends. No matter how difficult it is, I think true friendship is almost as hard to find as true love. So um, I hope, I really hope you get to hold on to at least that, um, lay it all out there, be honest, and accept what happens, go through the process, don't run away from it, own your shit. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Mini Skirt Revolution. Stay tuned for more secrets getting their time to shine. If you have anything you'd like to share or submit, please don't hesitate to reach out across all social media at Mini Skirt Revolution. My inbox is always open for you, as well as my personal page at Hookerlegs. Or if email works better for you, you can submit at miniskirtrevolution at gmail.com. Until next time, keep your hemline high and the revolution alive.